John writes the seven churches of Asia in a wonderful vision of God's ultimate purpose. The Lord Jesus is given all power and is exalted to reign forever. A reading from the Revelation to John. John to the seven churches that are in Asia. Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. And from the seven spirits who are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and freed us from our sins by his blood and made us to be a kingdom, priests serving his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds. Every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And on his account, all the tribes of the earth will wail. So it is to be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. The word of the Lord. You may remain seated to say the psalm in unison, Psalm 150 on page 3. Hallelujah. Praise God and... Glory to you, Lord Christ. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. You may be seated. I'm going to do things in a little different order this morning. 
I want you even now to take out your rock, hold it in your hand, and just hold it there um, for, for this sermon, and it will become clear uh, why we're doing this. I want you to think of a grudge that you bear, um, a grudge that you currently bear, uh, that you're mad at somebody, um, or a grudge that you have borne for a long time. Um, think back to your childhood, you know, those things that your parents did that you really hated um, and you wish they hadn't done. Um, whatever it is, think, think of that grudge. Hold this stone in your hand. There were certain Christians at the time um, when this little bit of John's Gospel was written, there were certain Christians who said, um, Christians, because of their faith in Christ, should be exempt from suffering. Um, We are raised from the dead already. We should be living that risen life, and so we should not have to suffer. Um, Now, the emperor at the time was named Domitian, and he was a paranoid crazy man. he was convinced that everyone was in a plot against him. And so, to gauge people's loyalty, he insisted on being called by his courtiers, Dominus et Deus, my Lord and my God. Um, exactly the words on Thomas's lips um, when he touches the wounds of Christ. So there were Christians who thought they didn't need to suffer, and this crazy emperor was insisting on being called Lord and God. But because we didn't need to suffer, surely we could just cross our fingers behind our back and call Caesar Lord and God and get away with it, right? That wouldn't have anything to do with our suffering. They also believed, these Christians, that Jesus did not suffer that Jesus didn't really die on the cross. He only seemed to die on the cross. And so since Jesus didn't suffer, we didn't have to suffer. And so we could call Emperor Dominus et Deus, cross our fingers, and be okay. There were other Christians who said, nope, don't believe it. Jesus really suffered, and we may, in fact, be persecuted for our faith, and we may have to suffer. Now, here in Crestwood, you and I are not likely ever to be persecuted for our faith. We're not ever likely to have to go before an emperor and make the decision whether we're going to call him Dominus et Deus or not. But we still carry that belief that Christians should not have to suffer. Whenever one of us ends up in the hospital, I often hear, why is God doing this to me? Why is this happening to me? Fundamentally underneath that is the belief that I should be exempt from this, right? This shouldn't be happening to me. I must have done something wrong so that this shouldn't happen to me. We also think that we should have come through life without any scars, right? Um, Our parents should have always been good to us, always loved us, never done anything wrong, and that we should therefore just come through life um, unscathed. Well, guess what? It doesn't happen. Um, Those things happen to us Christians as much as they happen to anyone else. Um, Our parents do dumb things. Um, Bad things happen to us, we have to go to the hospital. All of those things happen. Thomas says to John's community, which is one of those communities that was tempted to think it didn't have to suffer, he says, I don't believe it. 
we, we, we call him Doubting Thomas. He does not doubt. What it says in the Greek is he refuses to believe. Until I see the wounds, I refuse to believe. Thomas says, I don't believe in a community that says suffering never happens, that we never have to be hurt. Show me the wounds of Christ, and then I will believe. And when Jesus says, come, touch my wounds, Thomas says, my Lord and my God. It's in touching the wounds of Christ that Thomas finally sees Jesus for who he is. All through John's Gospel, we've been raising the question, who is this Jesus? And when Thomas touches the wounds, he says, oh, I get it. So all of those grudges that you bear, all of those things that your parents did, all of those things that you think life isn't fair, this shouldn't have happened to me, it's only in touching those that you get to see the transformed Jesus. It's only when you've come to terms with the hurt in your own life that you get to say, oh, that's what that was about. I get it now. This is what the resurrected Jesus looks like. So you're holding this rock. Where? On the palm of your hand, right? And so when Thomas sees Jesus, Jesus says, come, put your finger right here. And when you've touched that wound, then you will see the risen Christ. So, our parents did stupid things. And we want to say, no, that never happened. I don't have to deal with it. Um, I'm not going to acknowledge that that happened. We bear grudges. We say, oh, no, life is too good. I never, that didn't happen. I'm not angry at that person. Eh, we'll never see the resurrected Christ then. When Jesus shows up, he says to his disciples three times, peace be with you. Clearly they needed peace. Then he breathes on them and says, receive Holy Spirit. The sins of whoever you let go of, they are let go of. The sins of whoever you hold on to, they are held on to. So, how's your hand feeling about now? You've been holding on to this rock. I've been holding on to it pretty tight. Um, if I walked around all day like that, my hand would start to cramp. So Jesus says, you can let go of that if you want. Or you can hold on to it if you want. There's the responsibility. Receive Holy Spirit. The sins of whoever you release, they are released for them. The sins of whoever you hold on to, they are held on to. The grudges we bear, the things that have happened to us, we can let go of them and see the transformed wounds or we can hold on to them and be angry the rest of our lives. The choice is ours. That's what that rock is doing in your hand. And when Thomas sees the wounds, he says, Dominus et Deus. No, not that crazy paranoid man over in Rome, but this Jesus, this community where I belong, this is where God is. Not in that life that says we should never suffer but in that risen and transformed body of Jesus. Amen.